The greatest football team We take the ball from goal to goal Like no one's ever seen We're in the air, we're on the ground We're always in control And when you say Miami You're talking Super Bowl Cause we're the Miami Dolphins Bitch, welcome back To another episode of the Miami Sports Bar Podcast I am your host, Joey And oh my goodness Oh my goodness Oh my... Like, I, oh my God, oh my damn. That's a shout out to a very old video. What was it, Five Guys video? That's so stupid. Doesn't matter. Welcome back. So excited to be here with you once again, talking about another Dolphins victory. I mean, a Dolphins victory where if we scored half of the points, we still win by two scores, you know. Uh, a victory where we averaged a touchdown. I mean, I'm sorry. Huh. I mean, we almost average a touchdown per drive. We're about a few percentage points short of that. We average the first down per play. We have more yards this season than a, not only the Jets, there's a few other teams that don't have as many yards as we had in that game. Uh, what's it called? 70 points was it's more points than 19 or 17 other teams have scored through the first three weeks. Um, I mean, I it's, you know... It's crazy. Our last score of the game was with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, we had 35 points in the first half, 35 points in the second half. I mean, just fucking excellence. Like, when you talk about offensive dominance, there is no, there's no other way to describe it, like, than what we showed, right? And the, the, here's the thing, right? So, so everybody, you know, I'm going to get this out of the way. Oh, Joey, why didn't we go for the record? Why didn't we go for the record? Listen, we had the chance to, sh- to kick the field goal, and I understand, especially once Mike McDaniel. I said it from the beginning. I said, dude, I'm like, that's just bad karma. I was like, you don't run it up. Like, there's no unwritten rule on that, at least in the NFL type deal, but it, it, you're already winning 70 to 20. It's just kind of like a fuck you type of thing. Like, you kneel it out. There's no point. I mean, people do that in NFL all the time when you're winning the game, like, you know, easily. And you get to the end, they're not sitting there kicking a field goal when they're in field goal range, but they're up by 21 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just kneeled it up. Um, and Mike McDaniel, I think, said a perfect point. As Dolphin fans, we also need to realize, like, yes, it was beautiful, but um, we've had a lot of bad luck as Dolphin fans, especially over the last two decades. And now, obviously, it seems like that luck is come to turn around we got to remember last year last year we started out three and oh the same way looking very exciting i mean our offense certainly does look better right now but last year whatever had a very like dominant first three weeks we beat the bills i remember that and then uh obviously the concussions start piling up onto a there goes the season so enjoy it while you have it don't worry about and i mean i'm trying to pull google it because i like Highest scoring NFL games, you know. Basically, five highest single team scoring. There you go. Because we're the first team since the 60s to, sc- to score 70 or more, right? And the way I look at it, it's like, it's kind of like if we don't, we don't need to prove anything by getting to that 73. Because, and I want to see, so we had 70 to 20. So the highest scoring game in history was the Redskins versus the Giants, 72 to 41 in 1966, right? So nobody's done that or gotten close to that 
in 57 years. So the way I kind of look at that is like we beat the record anyways. You know what I mean? It makes sense, but it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. And so that's the first team. That's the last team since 66 to have 72. We had 70, obviously, this weekend. Before that, 1950 is the last time somebody scored 70, right? Just 70. And then 65 and 1950, 65 and 1949. Those are the top five scoring games of all time. So I kind of look at it like we are the records because nobody's going to come close to that. Like you're talking about an NFL where these dudes. Hold on. Let me pause real quick. Okay. So I just wanted to find it real quick. Let me turn this this is what football looked like. And this is like definitely, you know, post-edit, colorized. This is what football looked like the last time In somebody Washington, scored 70 Stadium. The name of the game is offense as the greatest assault Listen on the to, NFL on, record book took place before this a so... jammed mob of delirious fans. Talk more. All, three there records is. were broken and three were tied as the Redskins walloped the Giants 72 to 41. And all the Redskins, Redskins wallop the Giants. I, I can't even impersonate that type of voice. I don't even know how motherfuckers sounded like that back then, bro. It's crazy. And that's the type of NFL that we're talking about. So I'm not worried about beating that record. You know what I mean? Like, these dudes are dead. None of us were alive or close to alive watching this game. Okay, my father, my uncle was six years old. My dad was probably like 12 years old. All right, and I mean, he would have been, he was an older one, but whatever. All right? That's crazy. I'm talking about fucking these guys, bro. But anyways, yeah, the Dolphins are amazing. I'm just going to go through the full, like, highlight video at some point or another because, I mean, like, there's no extra breakdown that I need to do where I'm trying to, like, take plays away. I mean, the whole, the whole highlight reel from start to finish is all about the Dolphins. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I was watching on Red Zone. All right, and Red Zone, like, always shows teams that are closest to scoring, and they show every single touchdown from the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games. I saw the Dolphins minimum 10 times, and they got scored on, like, two touchdowns and a field goal. So, or no, two two field goals, two touchdowns, four. So that's 14 total times minimum that Red Zone was forced to show the Dolphins. And then, like, towards the end of the 1 o'clock games, it was, like, three games that were, you know one score type of deal last few minutes. So like they didn't show the last two touchdowns for the Dolphins because they were like, well, we don't need to interrupt these close games by showing you that the Dolphins hit 63 and then 70, like insane. Shout out to Jason Sanders for hitting all 10 of his extra points. I'll tell you that. Boy, boy, it was clutch. Without him, bro, we would have lost. So he could have missed every single, every single extra point, and we still end up with fucking 60 points. <laughs> And <laughs> we win by 40. That would have been funny. And you... Am I been frozen? What's happening, baby? Let's see if I fix it. Okay, a little bit of technical difficulties there. Before I go into the Dolphins replays, I'm really... I just came off work and I came back from the vacation. I went to a wedding in Vermont, so I was going to hit on how beautiful that was. Um... I mean, it was nice to be up there in Vermont and get invited to a wedding where I probably, you know, it's not like it's like my extended family, you know, in a way from Samantha. So 
Like there are definitely people that weren't invited and I don't, I won't say that they weren't invited like so that I could get the invite, but you know, I definitely felt honored and like, you know, grateful that uh, I was thought of to be included at the wedding. You know, it shows like how far uh, my relationship has gone with like some of these like family members and stuff like that. Who have said to me like family and that's kind of cool not to get all sentimental on y'all, but yeah, um, man, maybe I should, I could pause and. Find these little pictures real quick for y'all. Hold on. All right, so let's see what I got. I don't know how good. I'll make sure I'm pulled up. So definitely a little inebriated in there. Can't really see my eyes that well. Let's see what else we got going. Oh, yeah, dude, that was full bloat system right there. That's me and little Cousin Bells. Little Cousin Bells out here. What is on my face? I don't know. She's, I think it's like a dog mouth. That was pretty rough. And then, uh, and then you got me and Sissy with the three Pete. Me and the Sissy Sam. So it was a good time. It was beautiful. I mean, Vermont, Vermont was, it was really nice to just be up north in general where like over there fall is hitting. Kind of got to see a little bit of the color change on the trees and whatnot and then in miami you just got fucking pure heat like as soon as you get into the airport and those of you who have traveled <laughs> often enough just know that feeling where it's like you get like you come from somewhere that's a little colder and as soon as you like you get to that first floor and those sliding doors half of them are just open because so many people are coming in and out whether it's for lauderdale or miami and you just feel that humidity and you're like yep i'm back no doubt about it and also before i go to the dolphins highlights Yes, I did see that Damian Lillard got traded to the Bucks. Yes, that does mean that he can go fuck himself, and so can the rest of the Milwaukee organization. Congratulations to you for um, trading away Drew Holiday, somebody who was loyal to y'all and probably would have fit better in your scheme anyways. I really don't see how a ball-dominant Damian Lillard is going to work with a ball-dominant Giannis. Obviously, I assume that they're going to work it out and they're going to play very well. Obviously, I also assume that the Dolphins are capable of whooping that ass. I mean, the Dolphins, the Miami Heat. Uh, we will be having Jovich, who is now stronger, taller, better. And, um, yeah, it's very exciting to be a Dolphin fan and to be a Heat fan. But, like, it's just not really – I mean, of course I wanted Damian Lillard. Let me not act like, oh, my God, I, I don't care. Fuck it. Of course. But Joel Embiid is still on our radar. I'll tell you that right now for free. And uh, look out for us picking up Drew Holiday because he's definitely not going to want to stay on the Blazers. But anyways, let's get over to these Miami Dolphins. Fucking beautiful highlights, dude. Fucking phenomenal. Four, quick count. And to it. Down the middle he goes. Just right away. I just want to say that a lot of this in this game, what comes to fruition is what I've been telling you guys the first two weeks is Tua's confidence. And his understanding of the offense and like how well he reads everything and he sees things develop and he makes quick decisions, right? Because remember, he does end up with only three. He has more touchdowns in this game than incompletions. Obviously, no interceptions. Basically, a perfect passer rating. I mean, a, a lot of rushing, but it, all this stuff it just really comes with the understanding that Tua is in full command of our offense right now. The stop in the secondary. This this throw, that throw is all O-line. Because normally he has to release that early. It's like something that, that was the O-line blocking. Because 
Tua's still only been sacked one time in uh, three weeks. So with the great blocking, he gets to sit there, let the route develop, hit him in stride, and then he just... Well, that's actually a good play. Oh, incomplete? And guess what? Not good enough. But yeah, I mean, the O-line, they deserve their flowers. Because as a Dolphin fan, my point has always been, when we're watching the Dolphins all these these last 20 years, I guess, that we have had no offensive line. Like, our offensive line was always sus. That's why Tua's hurt, Tannehill's hurt, Ryan Fitzpatrick's hurt. You know what I mean? Like, we're not getting good rushing yards because, I mean, even if we had, like, a decent running back or even those running backs weren't that good, it's hard to tell how good they are when you're always down playing in a negative game script and you guys can't run, you can't block. Tua's been sacked only one time in three games, dude. I mean, obviously, our offensive line is now a little better with Toronto Armstrong being healthier, too, but... I mean, it's got to be shout out to our offensive line coach, right? I don't even know his name. And our offensive line coach has obviously instilled something into these boys that has them playing really, really well right now. And I know we didn't play, like, you know, week one was the Chargers. No, no, because the Chargers and the Patriots both have a good pass rush. And technically, the Broncos' pass rush isn't bad, is that they're all based on speed. But they kept dropping their outside linebackers, and that's why I wasn't going to go in. I don't want to go too crazy, like, showing you guys, like, plays. But you can see when we really start tearing them up, it's because they were putting their outside linebackers in pass protection. But those outside linebackers are, like, speed rushers. Like, that's what they're known for. And obviously, when you get an outside linebacker who's basically a defensive end who's supposed to be rushing the quarterback, dropping back in coverage with the players we have, we're going to eat that up all day. So, I mean, they didn't really get a chance to show how good their pass rush could have been. I mean, it's almost like, it's weird. Like, isn't it almost like boring watching these highlights? Because we just know how much we shit on them. I think at the end of the first quarter, you're thinking like, okay, we better be careful. It's still a game, you know? Because I was. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the full game. I'm just watching it on Red Zone. So probably right now I see it's 14 7. I'm like, all right, we gotta be careful. First and 17 just turns it right back to a fucking second five. That's crazy. A chain is the future. I think he has the second fastest run on our team right now. Like to be somebody who can compare Tyree Kill and he's a rookie and a running back. Ooh. This is the play that obviously deserves it. It's how cold he was with it, bro. He steps back. He's staring at Tyreek because they have so much attention on Tyreek when he's running in motion like that. He's running in full speed. And he just goes with a little right-handed flip. They kept commenting on the fact that that was probably his first right-handed touchdown in his career. Disgusting. Doesn't even matter. It's a first and ten. With a fake and a block by mm. and that pass rush was him all day, and the fact that he ends up with that is crazy. But even our defense played well. Like you had Javon Holland. Like I mean, honestly, I'm bored of watching this because this isn't even. You know what happened. You know what it is. You know, Javon Holland had two forced fumbles. Van Kinkle one recovery. Uh, Manuel Ogba somehow wound up wound up with an interception. Raheem Mostert goes off. I mean, our total yard total yardage being at 726. Both. Running backs match up for four touchdowns apiece. Like I, I just don't. 
it's real, you know, and I know I got to pump the brakes because it's very hype, but I don't have to pump the brakes because it's fucking 70 points. Like, this is not like a, like, if we, like, this is not we won 40 to 20 or 50 to 20 or 60 to 20, 70 to 20 against the NFL team where our last touchdown was eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we had the ball like twice after that. Obviously, we, you know, took their foot off the fucking pedal because we're not disrespectful even though apparently there's been rumors going around that there are uh team owners and executives talking about how the miami dolphins are classless for running up the score bro if you think that we're classless for running up the score how about you don't let up a 68 yard touchdown in the fourth quarter like we're just running the ball what do you want these guys to do slide every every five yards like it's still the nfl bro I know Mike White threw a fucking touchdown to Robbie Chosen. Robbie Chosen is on our fucking practice squad. He got brought up off the practice squad because Jalen Waddle didn't play. Mike White is a backup quarterback. They throw a touchdown and what? You're mad? We're classless? Get the fuck out of here. Grow up. Stop the fucking ball. Stop the ball. Right? Vance Joseph, shout out, former Dolphin fucking coordinator who left us to go be a head coach for some other team and then got fucking fired from there and wound up with Denver. <laughs> you want to come at us, dude? That's fucking insane. And then shout out to Sean Dumbass Payton for adding more fucking fuel to the fire, unbeknownst to him, a year ago when he said on Colin Coward's fucking talk show, oh, that at some point during the season, it was after our week one, after our week two win? No, after our week one win against the Patriots, which week one last year wasn't super impressive. Did have that Jalen Waddle fourth down that turned a fourth down conversion that turned into a big touchdown <clears throat> before the half last year, but we beat the Patriots week one, and he says, uh, "But at some point during the season, Tua will probably end up getting benched for Teddy Bridgewater. I've coached Teddy Bridgewater, and he's a great guy. He's a great player. Blah blah. And I, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, I have no problems with him, but you said some shit, bro." You said some shit, and now here we are. You also said that the Denver Broncos last season was probably one of the worst coaching jobs you've ever seen, and now here you are, 0-3. You just let up 70 points to a quarterback that you said was going to get benched for a guy that's on another fucking team who hasn't played a minute of football this season. Damn, bro, it's really tough. You know, I never had a problem with Sean Payton, you know, because, like, I I was too young for the – what was it? The bounty gate when he was paying players bonuses for injuring other uh, teams like offensive weapons. I was too young. Like I heard about it, but like, you know, I was too young for it to like make me think like, wow, you're a dirty fucking piece of shit, you know? And then you went, you know, obviously won the Super Bowl with Drew Brees and you were, you know, very successful coach. Like not very successful. Honestly, you weren't very successful. You had good teams led by an Hall of Fame quarterback. So. Then you retire and talk some shit, shit that you shouldn't have talked. And now you come back with possibly Russell Wilson could end up in the Hall of Fame just based on his early career. But now you're with him and uh, you're doing just as bad as the coach did last year. And your defense is fucking atrocious. Your offense is sputtering at best. And uh, yeah, the Dolphins are just better, better than you. Better than a lot of fucking teams out there. Oh, let's also add how Mike McDaniel was a ball boy for the Broncos, was a Broncos fan growing up. (laughs) And they wouldn't even interview him 
Like when we hired Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel requested to be interviewed by the Broncos. And the Broncos said, now we're good. And then they hired Nathaniel Hackett, who, you know, just to reiterate, who their new head coach said was the worst coaching job in the NFL. So, and now here we are with Mike McDaniel scoring the most points through three games in NFL history and second most yards through three games in NFL history. And I mean, even though last year was rough, we did make the playoffs, lost by three in Buffalo with our seventh round rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson. You know what's crazy? It's, I didn't even talk a lot about Tua today. I've been and I, I, I've been seeing a lot out there about uh, people saying um, how the ones who love Tua too much need to back off, need to hop off his dick, right? And I'm not, and I have like these guys' names, but I'm nothing, so I'm not gonna say nothing. Who am I to talk shit to? Like call them out? They ain't even gonna see my videos, even if I do post this on TikTok and whatever it is. But I'm talking about. That we give him too much credit and we don't know when to back off and this and that. No, no, no. You buried this man for years. You talked about how awful he is. Even when we put 70 on them, most of fucking like ESPN and Fox and everything is still talking about how bad the Broncos are. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm trying to keep it classy, trying to keep it cool. I think that's why I wore the sunglasses right now to try to like... Show myself out. Give myself more of a chill bravado. You know, I'm not trying to be too hype. Scream too much in y'all fucking faces. But if we beat the Bills, if we beat the Bills right now in Buffalo, and I'm not even saying like beat, like I'm saying like if we beat them, like, you know what I mean? Like we win by like two or more touchdowns or some shit, bruh. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to do a fucking, mark my words, we win by 14 or more. I'm doing like a two-hour long podcast. And I'm going to sit there and watch the whole fucking game or some shit and just replay it and just watch it and break it down. And really fucking live it. Because it'll be 4-0 beating the Chargers and the Bills and the Patriots. So two division opponents, two conference opponents, like all four in the conference, obviously. <sighs> Bruh. Just so exciting. And we get Jalen Waddle back this week, most likely. Oh, we did all that without Jalen Waddle. <laughs> we had Robbie Chosen running routes on y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> Braxton Barrios and River Craycraft. Shout out. I hope he heals up well because I know he got a little dinged up in that game. He was probably good. They just left him out. Just like Jalen Phillips. I know he got a uh, tweet, that oblique injury that he already had. Or maybe that was just, yeah. No, well, he got an oblique injury and. But I felt like the speculation was that he basically, like, you know, we're up by 40 or some shit. And he doesn't need to come back in the game. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm going to keep it short for y'all. I had to just make sure I got my points out there. I do love you. I do love the Miami Dolphins. But more importantly, please make sure that you love yourself and the Miami Dolphins. I'll see you guys after we're 4-0. Bye.